Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh. G'day, thanks again for getting our Caulfield Cup preview. This is Saturday morning. We're talking business now. It's that simple. Uh, we've had some scratchings through, minimal changes to the card, and that's a good thing. Vince Cardi from Daily Sexuals, good morning to you, my friend. Ah, good morning, Ralphie. Here we are, Caulfield Cup day. We love it. Now, um, as far as the track, uh, how it can play, there's, there's a very strong westerly wind predicted. So I suppose the rule is just to keep an eye out because it can impact, if it gets to about that 35, 40, can impact uh, leaders, uh, those drawing the rails under that circumstance. Absolutely. It's never an easy thing to govern. May you have the best rider. <laughs> well, they, they work it out, don't they? They do. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, please open up your race speed profiles, final edition. This is the accompaniment to it. And any final thoughts uh, from Vince we can add to it? Uh, obviously, we did the deep dive yesterday for most of the races, primarily the Caulfield Cup. Vince, race one on the program here. KZ, you expect to give a big sight uh, from Brave Mead, the instructor, Kandinsky abstract. As far as the market's concerned, Brave Mead, very tight price off being wide throughout at Mooney Valley. But what you're saying is that uh, the KZ is really bringing down something pretty special, uh, not special rather, but uh, giving, uh, bringing down something that should provide a big side up in front. Well, it's got to be the starting point. You're not going to have a fast run race, well, unlikely. And that should set up the theme for this horse. It really is about what the market's got. Those market in the top three looks to be the race. I mean, maybe Candixie Abstract is something that can be considered in, in your multis, but Oh, if you're betting in that race, you'd be hard-pressed to want to move away from any one of those three runners. Well, speaking of hard-pressed to move away from something, we've got two odds on favourites coming up here. We're not, we're not like I said, we're here to speak business on a Saturday morning, not tell a story. So Roof Rocket and Tropical Squall. Roof Rocket's about $1.40. Tropical Squall's about $1.90. All being equal, do you expect either of them to be challenged? They shouldn't be. But from my point of view, like it's not well, Tropical Squall, I wouldn't bet in that race myself personally, so not too worried about that. But in race two, where I would be very keen to have some money on Riff Rocket, it's, it's going to be impossible for me to even remotely get set based on what I'm seeing at the moment with the market. Yep. So just for the order, the gold bullion sunsets Apulia in um, in race three, uh, most of their Tropical Squall, Autumn Angel, Wings of Song, uh, Connasana. Uh, just on order, Major, I did put her in the Sizzlers. It was a big performance at Mooney Valley from an impossible position behind Call for Guinea's winner, Griff. Um, what, how's the matchup concerned as far as uh, what you think, as far as the prism of both of them having a step from the mile to 2000? Well, I have no doubt Autumn Angel, first and foremost, the way it relaxed last starts is a really big plus and yep. should really thrive to the 2000 metres. It makes a lot of sense for that horse to be hard in the market. I mean, you only have to look at how dynamically the horse closed, and it's from the right stable as well, Ralphie. Tropical Storm, I don't know if they can control that speed up front, which is I have an expectation they should be able to some extent. Then it becomes the hardest horse to run down, purely because it does have a bit of a class edge on the field. Now, will that extra 400 metres make a difference? You, you know from experience, Ralphie, with three-year-olds, 
you don't have to be a horse that can get the distance really well to win these staying races, whether they're 2,000 or 2,400 metres. It's about your class. Yes. Okay. Race four on the program here was St. Fasol's favourite and most advantage from Dark Halo, Don Corleone and Arkansas Kid. Look at the market, Fasol mid twos at the moment. And by the way, I'm speaking at 9.35 uh, whenever you're listening to this. Um, Dark Halo mid threes, uh, Don Corleone about $5.00. Bit of money for Arkansas Kid, and I get it because he had uh, cardiac arrhythmia first up. They can rebound, and he's had a good jump out since. Yeah, and that's so – how many times have we seen that where they can rebound? Makes a lot of sense, Ralphie. Uh, has it been good move for Don Collione or they're just – Pretty much holding its spot at $5, yeah. You sort of get the sense when you look through the prism of its intel that this looks the race for it, and – it's about as easy – when I say easy, it's competitive, but it's not going to get any easier. So this is its best chance of winning is probably the better way to position it. Uh, and they've probably given you a reasonable price, and it's the horse that's going to be stalking Yep, that lead pack, and it'll get its opportunity. But the other angle is this dark halo, really keen to see what else this horse can deliver. I thought that Wyom run had a lot of merit, even though there wasn't much movement in the figures. But – to pretty much go from start to finish and on raw figures be around benchmark, that that's pretty strong, Ralphie. So I'm pretty excited to see what's this horse going to do today and how is it going to sort of take this next step? Can it really elevate, you know, seriously or is this is this is it? The Phillies are in race five, over 1,400 metres. A uh, bit of an open market here. So we've got uh, Coa Volant, about $5, $5.50, similar inhibitions, similar lovely looking, uh, and then further out, there's oh, a, a few. So on your most advantage, you've got Coa Volant, Oz Empress, lovely looking inhibitions. So the one we haven't mentioned that the market is letting you on with is uh, Oz Empress, likely leader who won this track distance last start. It's around about $16, as much as $18 being bet. Um, what's your overall uh, thoughts Saturday morning? Oh, it's definitely a dartboard for me. Yeah. And I, I've got no interest in participating. But, of course, I have an interest in watching the race and seeing how well Oz Empress performs. Realistically, it's a race where half a length to one length below benchmark will get you on the podium. And I don't really have any views that anybody in this, horse is, in this race is just going to step out and run plus one or plus two. I just don't see that happening. Yeah, may the luck be on your side. Race six, the sprint, the uh, the head scratcher here. Small field, spacewalk was good first up. It's always shown some talent, uh, but it's nice tight price, and there's not really any price on anything given that uh, uh, General Bowes uh, sort of now about four dollar range. Been a bit of money for that lofty strike. The query is, can he produce that booming sprint at a thousand? And then Generation. The one thing with Generation, Vince, he comes off a seriously fast race at Mooney Valley. Well, yeah, I felt that that's probably the forgotten runner out of the pack. Yeah. I really, really do. I, I get it. Everyone's excited about Spacewalk, and it was just like stunning, the visuals. And, and even when you look at the intel, like it was just so dynamic. But I just feel second time around 1,000 metres. I don't know how that's going to work for the horse. And that's the last horse I would want to back in the race if I was to bet. Just wouldn't go there. It would happy to take it on. Now it can win, but it doesn't have the best setup for me. Now, Generation does. Excellent setup in terms of a distance profile point of view, and so does Lofty Strike, Ralphie. Even though it's its first start at 1,000? Yep. Yep. So you're saying it's booming sustained close is, is on its side? Well, it's fresh. Yep. It's, it doesn't hasn't had that one run. See, Spacewalk's a horse that likes more ground. Right. But 
it turned up first up in booming form and it's given the big signal to the racing community, I've come back sensational. And that's correct. But now this second time around the 1,000 metres, let's see. Okay. First leg of the quaddy, you've got most advantage. Waltz on by road to Arataki, say Majik, skill whiff. Um, that, that's pretty much, uh, as far as the market's concerned, the, the, there's four main chances. But this Waltz on by and road to Arataki, they're building you on both. One's about $7, one's about $6. I can't help thinking Damien Lane's going to really put this horse in the race this time. Third up last start, that's how it, third up last prep, that's how it won the Bendigo Guineas. What's your final thoughts Saturday morning? Well, it's all going to get back down to whether Damien, as he's shown in the last two weeks, he gets the odd horse where he can, can totally control the race. And this is a very similar scenario with the caveat that maybe he doesn't have the same edge on his com- competition like he did in the last two weeks, Tamerlane. And I can't recall exactly who that horse was last week, Ralphie, but yep. this is a similar scenario where he, he could dictate this whole race and look to take the move to win because he's, you know what he's going to do up front, Ralph? He isn't going to be going out there making anything daring. He's about there, can I control and pinch the race? Given that's the situation that's going to happen, it does mean the road to attack is hard in the race and even the eight, Ralph, he's got to be hard in the race. Not, not, not as straightforward as it looks. Yep, so that's that's say Majik who uh, who you know put put something on the board there at uh, at Flemington last uh, prep. Of course, it was last spring, missed a lot of racing, but maybe gets her chance now. Uh, third up, okay. Let's uh, let's get to the um, to the uh, race eight here. So likely leader Nunthorpe and Buffalo River. Yesterday, you made a real strong case for climbing star, and I like that the money's come for it uh, today, Vince. Which uh, sorry, through the last twenty four hours, it's a good sign that uh, that the markets are agreeing with uh, with your thought process. Well, it makes a lot of sense. Whilst the race has a good level of competitiveness about it, you have a good group of horses that are all above benchmark profile, which is sound. And you know, what are the chances? of this race being run very slowly. They have to be low. I'm not saying it can't happen. I've seen crazy things happen. But I look at who the rider is on Buffalo River and I just feel like it's going to lead on its own at a reasonable pace, but nothing serious. Therefore, all the stalkers and the midfielders absolutely get their chance as long as they don't make a mistake. And Craig Williams, who's who could be a bit of a specialist at times when he sort of catches horses unannounced in terms of the mid-race move, might make that play with this sort of horse. So as the leaders get vulnerable, just, yep. just put, puts the Bunsen burners on. That's uh, it. Okay, that's, that's the each way play there. Caulfield Cup, uh, unfortunately, I don't want to make this sound disrespectful, but the charade continues. RSN this morning, Dave Deuces said the goal trip may still be scratched if the track's playing on the very firm side. Uh, let's see what happens. But basically on a Saturday morning, Vince, you're keen to be with him. Yeah, big drifter, isn't it? Uh, well, and it's probably part of the noise, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not a big drift drifter. Up. It's out to six dollars. Yeah, no, that's six. that's a big drift for this stable. Yep. It's just continuously drift. I've been monitoring it, and that's that's a interesting piece of uh, intel, like as an indicator of what's going on, especially from this stable that bet very hard. And why is it drifting? I don't know. Is there something else that we're not aware of? Now you've just said this. I wasn't aware of what you just said, Ralphie, about that they may consider scratching if it's really hard. Interesting. Well, is it because they're trying to – I don't believe they're trying to win three races somehow. It's just 
going through the history now and having more insight, I just don't believe that's the case. At best, they're going to win two. One of these three big races will be sacrificed. Will it be this one? Or will it be the Melbourne Cup? Because I don't think it'll be the Cox Plate. Yes. So me, on a personal level, I, for that reason, I can't back the horse. I want to back this horse. I, my view was you should back the best horse in the race, and this is the best horse. But just with all these alarm bells, how can you be confident, right? Now, I thought about it even this morning. I said, oh, maybe a C-grade bet because the price is great. But it's a big risk no matter what because – I don't believe the cards are on the table. So your most advantage is Gold Trip. Uh, it, this is the order, and the reason being, of course, the, uh, the the fact, as you said, he's the best horse coming into it and clearly the best performer this spring uh, leading into it. From breakup, Francesco Gardi, Montefiore, West Wind Blows. I mean, we did the deep dive yesterday. It's probably the only thing to add from yesterday is that that, that query and that you, what you're saying is that's blunting your confidence. That's all it is, right? Yep. So it's like is the horse – the best in the field, yes. Is there a possibility of another horse that could match that? I'd say break up maybe at that same level or very close to. So what's this horse's intention? Is What's he come here for? Is he coming here for this race or the Melbourne Cup or the Cox Plate? What's he here for? Yeah. It, well, see, so that's the thing, right? I don't yep. know what he's here for, but he's got the class and he comes into the race with the right form. So I, I just sit back and say, a little bit of danger, and then I go to myself, all right. And I, I'm just talking me, Ralphie. When I'm mind mapping, Ralphie, you're not going to go and throw 10 grand in a race just to muck around. You've you got you to gotta think very seriously, right, with the money. So I sit sure. back and say, okay, what do I do? Do I really want to back Francesco and Grady? No. It can win, but I don't want to back it. Do I want to really back Montefiore? I made plenty from it last night. No. Okay, West Winds Blow, really interesting runner. Spirit of Ridge, really interesting runner. Are they going to be fighting up the front and creating chaos and therefore they both become sitting ducks? Or is there a batter of tactics that might be going there? I don't know. Solcom, what are you going to do with that house? I don't know, right? So all of a sudden, if I knew the trip's going here and let's say the Melbourne Cup and – the market's not showing the big drift because it has been a big drift, Ralphie, right? Yep. Then I would say all in, pretty strong level of confidence. I'm going to get one of those three slots. Let's go because the price is great. But I'm in confusion land and I'm going, mate, I'm not going to go and throw 10 grand around for nothing. Well, let's just wait for another day and let's see what happens. That's me being straightforward. The other thing I should add, it though, is from yesterday when Montefilia is about fifteen dollars, now into twelve dollars. So there is good market support yep. there, Montefilia. And uh, I'm not I, saying none of those horses can't win, Ralph. Exactly. This is just me You're talking about your own your own uh, outlay, which is all you can be is be honest and upfront to our customers. Uh, last race here, so we've, uh, we've discussed how Vivian was uh, was faultless. Um, Yesterday, I said I don't think $13 would last Little Miss Scooby. It's now into 11 so that's a good sign. The other horses you mentioned here, H2O and Willinger Beast. Well, isn't that where the race is? Yep. Isn't that where the race is? And Vivian's got to be the starting point. And because we're going to get to the end of the day, we're going to know so many things, right? And the reality is I like it when I see a horse that has this sort of profile, track and distance. All you've got to do is repeat and you get the money. Now, if we see impossibility to lead, impossible near the fence, like you got zero chance, then, then oh, I could sit back and say, well, rethink my strategy, right? <laughs> yep. Right now, I sit here and say, well, that's got to be the horse to beat. There it is. Um, 
Much appreciated to everyone who's been a customer. Best of luck this afternoon on Caulfield Cup Day.